This is Boyfriend Talk with Carlos and Jose. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. We're back. This is another edition of Boyfriend Talk. This is Carlos. And this is Jose, and welcome back to the show, and thank you so much for tuning in. We're so excited. We're at 99 plays. We're almost there to 100. Keep sharing. Keep listening. Jose, what are our socials so that people can follow us? Yeah, so you can follow us at Boyfriend Talk 90, and that's our handle pretty much for uh, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Or you can hit us up via email at boyfriendtalk90 at gmail.com. Yeah, and make sure you're subscribing and following wherever you're listening to the podcast. Go ahead and leave us a rating and a review if you're really enjoying it. And if you're really, really enjoying it, please share it with your friends and family so that we can keep getting um, more listens and keep growing the show. So really, really, yeah, go ahead. And also, uh, once we hit 100 followers, we're going to do our first giveaway. So make sure to follow, tell your friends to follow us on all all of our social media pages. Um, Once we reach our first 100 followers, we are going to be doing a secret giveaway. Yeah, and we're doing a secret giveaway three times since we have three social medias. We have Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. And for each platform that we hit 100 um followers we're going to be going ahead and giving that free giveaway so keep sharing keep following us encourage your friends to follow us because we'll do that um we'll do that actually live whenever we hit those hundred followers on our socials so we'll do a, a live video and give away the secret giveaways so i'm excited about that yes most definitely and tell like i said tell everybody tell your friends tell your coworkers, tell everybody so let's go ahead and start the show. We are um, introducing a new segment that I'm really excited about. It's called Trend of the Week. And every week we're going to be talking about the latest trends that we think that you should know about um, so that you're up to date on what's going on. Jose, I want to let you start with what your Trend of the Week is for this week. So I think my Trend of the Week, um, everybody that knows me knows a lot. I love music and it was a good weekend for new music uh new music friday to you know this weekend are, it's going to be the bmas it's um so there's been a lot of uh new artists that drop new music over the last couple of weeks but this week weekend um on friday there was you know casey musgrave jay balbin uh lisa from the back back pink uh k-pop uh so and casey musgrave you know she has an amazing album out right now um you know and also has a film that was just released on Paramount Press. She's also, you know, she's dealing with this um, heartbreak and grief in this new album. And, you know, it's a, definitely an upgrade from her last album, Golden Hour. So it's a, if you love country, don't like country. I personally, you know, never thought that I would be fascinated over a country album. But, you know, I love Casey and she she does amazing work with her lyrics and her words and Definitely do enjoy her uh, new music. So what is the album's name that just dropped, that she just dropped? She just dropped an album, Starcrest. Um, like I said, it's a full uh, album and also a film. Okay. And what what do you think, what's your favorite, your number one song of the whole album? It's hard to pick. I mean, there's a few. Like This album goes through like a mix of emotions. I would have to say probably my top three 
would be Starcross, um, Justify, and Camera Roll are probably my top, you know, three songs of the album. Okay. Now, I, I did hear you mention that um, it's a country album, but I did have a chance to listen to it, and I really wasn't getting any country vibes. I mean, she's a country artist, so they are going to label it as a country, but there's a few songs that are more country-ish than others. I mean, you did listen to it, and you probably saw a couple of videos. And, you know, what did you think of the parts of the video that you did say? I mean, I didn't see the whole um, film that she dropped because the film was uh, 49 minutes. But the parts that I did see, it was kind of interesting. I definitely was a little lost. I don't know if um, if I would have sat through the whole thing. I would have been less lost, but I was a little lost from the beginning um, because I feel there's no there's no talking at all by the characters. And when there is, it's very minimal. So um, it's just pretty much a visual um, which I understand because a lot of people are dropping now um, visual albums, but I really don't feel like visual albums are my thing. So, you know, it, it was interesting, but it was just definitely not my cup of tea. I do have, I do like one of her songs, um, Good Wife. I think that's, um, I don't even know if that's what it's called. That is what it's called. Yeah, Good Wife. That's her second song on the album. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I mean, a lot of people are doing, you know, right? You're, you're right. A lot of people are doing virtual albums now and you know, having a music video for every single song or doing like a whole movie for the album. But I feel like, I mean, you know, she does have a story to tell in her in regards to her heartbreak and, and grief. And, and the film does really good job with that, as well as, you know, her lyrics and, and her song. So I'm really, I mean, I'll give this album probably five stars. And I know she'll probably win a lot of Grammys when she goes um, next year. I mean, as you talk about it, I, I'm kind of comparing her to like a Taylor Swift you know what I mean? Um, with the heartbreak songs and songs based out of her real life. Um, and then also, you know, kind of going from country to pop, a transition from country to pop. Because like I said, I feel like this album is more of a pop album than anything. I think you'll have to listen to their entire album and decide. There's a couple songs that, I, like I said, that are full country. And then there's some that are country or pop country, country pop. Um, mixture kind of like Taylor if I think I feel like she's probably going on that same you know venture of going from country to pop kind of like Taylor Taylor did um, you know so I mean I'm excited to see what, she, what else she'll come up with you know and I wonder if she's going to be performing at that at the VMAs I think she is I think she is oh, interesting so we'll have to keep an eye on that um, definitely we'll drop um, some of her music maybe on our IG um, after the podcast so that people have a chance to listen to it. And, you know, if you've already listened to it and have already, already watched the film, please let us know on our socials what you thought about um, this new Star Drop, Star Cross, I'm sorry, Star Cross album that she just dropped. So, and for the longest, I do want to make it clear that I thought it was Casey Musgrove's. <laughs> yeah and it's actually casey Musgrave. um but yeah I, w- I would tell everybody to go listen to it i mean if you've ever been to a heartbreak um she does tell the story like very um I, you know like can i just say like one thing that i love about her lyrics it's that you know most times when people do like a heartbreak album they're, they're just very one-sided into you know it's someone's fault into in the heartbreak or 
the relationship ended and her lyrics are more like you know we both did this together we both got to this end of the road together so i feel like you know she does a really good job and like is very realistic and you can kind of relate to her lyrics a lot so i feel if you if you don't love country i mean i would definitely give it a listen um and, and give you know give her a try Interesting. And I'm glad you brought that that point up because later on on the show, our topic is going to be exes. And so, you know, that kind of um, does a whole 360 mm -hmm. on that topic. So maybe you can bring that up later on on the show. But for now, I want to go ahead and give my trend of the week. This week um, is going to be Epcot Food and Wine Festival. Um, we had the chance to go check that out. And I really, really did enjoy myself. They have a lot of um, different um, foods and different shops. And I'm sure if, you know, who's ever been to Epcot Food and Wine um, knows it way more than I do. But there's um, a couple different things that I'm looking forward to try whenever we go back. We did have the chance to try um, a couple spots. What were they, Jose? Do you remember off? I know we had we got to try Ireland. Um so we tried Ireland. We did try Ireland. We did try Mac Eats, which is like mac and cheese stuff. Um, and they have a couple mixtures of different types of mac and cheese, like truffle mac and cheese, cowboy style mac and cheese, um, just regular traditional mac and cheese. Um, and anybody that knows me knows that I love mac and cheese. It's like my to-go thing on anything, on any menu that I see. So um, I did have the truffle mac and cheese. Um, you know, it was a little bit overpriced for the portion, but it was overall a okay, um, you know, fine or eat. <laughs> well, and, and I like I said yesterday when we were out there, I feel like it's three times the price and three times less the portion um, during the whole food and wine fest. We did also get to, got to try the um, wings and brews um, stand and they had um, the mango mango habanero wings which were really good um and i felt like that was a decent price for the wings that we got because i i felt like we got we got like six or seven wings which i mean it's typical and right um but i think that one one other spot that i'm really looking forward to try is the shimmering sips and i really want to try their um soft serve strawberry soft serve um ice cream that they're going to be having there yeah definitely i think that that would be really good to try next time you know when the lines are not super long and you know not raining because it was a, a rainy day um i really what i really wanted to try was the donut donut um sandwich it was like a chicken donut sandwich but it was so small and the price was so high and i was just like mm, maybe it's not worth it right so that was at the candy box in front of um test track mm -hmm. and you know they they had that they have a um not the candy box i'm sorry the donut box mm -hmm, the donut box and they have the crispy chicken sandwich on a sriracha glazed donut which is what you're talking about and it looks really good on the picture um, but it's more like a when you look at it because i saw people getting it and it was more like a chicken nugget right yeah yeah <laughs> because in the picture it's they're showing it to be a whole chicken breast and yeah you know, in real life it did seem like a little chicken nugget on a piece and... of donut it was $8.50 for those people that are wondering. So it was a little bit like, you know, regular, it was like a regular price item at a regular restaurant, but it was like very small. I just wish, I mean, I, I, I love the hype that they give around the food and wine fest. I just wish that the, 
they would either make the portions bigger, leave the prices the same, or lower the prices and leave the portions the same. Right. Because, you know, I mean, people people obviously go there and it's a huge success, but I feel that sometimes it just might be a little bit overpriced and people end up spending a lot, spending a lot of money. Exactly. No, I mean, like, and then, I mean, I mean, obviously they are making a lot of money. I mean, you did say the lines for every kiosk. I think the kiosk for food had more line than the actual attractions at yeah. Apari yesterday, which was crazy. Um, you know, and the prices, you know, I've been to the Epcot Food and Wine Festival many times. The prices have definitely increased over the years, but the portions have stayed the same. So I think, you know, if, if the food portion was a little bit bigger, I wouldn't be so mad about it. But they're just so small for, and then you're paying like six dollars at at each kiosk for something to eat. You know, it's and it's just like a sample. Now, do they have actual like um, international chefs that come out to the food and wine fest to make these, um, to make this food or no? I mean, they pretty much have the same. They every year they sometimes in, introduce some new countries and new items, but. For the majority of the time, it's pretty much the same thing. Now, this year, because of, you know, because of COVID, you know, a lot of things are different. Um, before, prior to COVID, they did, you know, they do have experiences where a lot of, you know, famous celebrity chefs from, like, the Food Network and um, other, you know, TV shows, they do come out and do demonstrations and things like that, which that is really cool to do. Um, so they do, they do have special experiences like that, but they don't have that currently, you know, due to COVID. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I I saw, I felt like I saw a lot of chefs working. I mean, they were dressed like chefs, but I didn't know if they were, you know, um, particular to that country or if they were just, you know, regular Disney employees just dressed as chefs. No. So, I mean, they do have cooks and they do have cooks at every kiosk. Um, they're not, you know, chefs, um, and they're not from the particular country. It's just, you know, people are just working there, to be honest. Oh, okay. Interesting. So, I mean, it's definitely, definitely, um, it was definitely a cool experience. I definitely can't wait to go back. Hopefully we'll have another chance to go back soon. Um, I know that starting October 1st, they're opening more, uh, food kiosk, um, which will include India, and um, some some other places, if I'm not mistaken. But I'm excited to um, to get those new kiosks, and hopefully that will actually make um, the line of the older kiosks go down. So yes, definitely. And I know that you know Epcot is always like a long, busy kind of walk because it's so far. I feel like there's there's so much walking at Epcot to do. Everything's yeah. so far away, and everything's under construction right now because they're going through like a whole you know relifting of the park and it's just crazy but i mean hopefully I, I hope that everything gets done soon but i i am excited for october 1st when they do open up more food and wine offerings definitely and if you're going to go visit um the epcot food and wine fest let us know maybe we'll be around maybe we can meet up if you're listening to us and grab a bite together so if you are listening and heading that way let us know um on our socials so Anyway, let's go ahead and take a quick commercial break. When we return, we're going to be talking about our topic for the day, which is exes. (laughs) 
we're back. Let's go ahead and jump into today's topic, which I think it's going to be the best one so far of all of our podcasts. Because I think it's kind of like a controversial topic, don't you think? Oh, definitely. I, I do think it's very controversial and very kind of like taboo to talk about. <laughs> do you think you're going to be in your feelings during this this topic? Oh, I'm always in my feelings, anybody that knows me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so today's topic, as we already previewed before, is exes. And, you know, I I think that it's very, very important to always talk about your exes. Not in the sense that um, that you miss them or anything like that, but I think it's always important to open up to your new partner about your ex because that way your new partner doesn't make the same mistakes as your previous um as your previous you know as your ex don't you think yeah i think that i mean to an extent yeah because there's certain things that you don't want to relive or re-go through in that relationship you know when you're ready to start a new relationship again so you i think you need to not perhaps talk about your ex but perhaps talk about okay so this is what i went through in the past, this is what I don't want to go through in the future or with you to make this relationship work because this is going to make me feel so X, Y, Z, you know? Right. Usually, in my opinion, I always am open and frank about, you know, um, my exes and the experience, experiences that I've lived um, during the times that I've been with people. I don't know how frank have you been with your partners um, in regards to your your exes. I mean, like, when in what aspect? I mean, about going through whatever you've been through. I feel, you know, I feel like you are not very open in that regards with me. Um, I feel like I'm just not very open in regards to my past. I feel like the past is the past for a reason, and we move on from it. So I don't, I, I'm the type of person, I don't look back, I just look forward. So I don't need to really bring those things into my life. And I'm very, I'm the type of person that sometimes when things are bad for you, you know how people say, you know, you like brought things out of your memory. Mm-hmm. I just, that, that's just the type of person I am. And sometimes people say things or, you know, talk about incidents that, that happen. And I'm just like, well, I don't remember it. But that's sometimes just because I've things that have that I brought out just entirely out of my memory, and and that's a proven fact. I think a lot of people do that. So sometimes I, I just don't. It's not that I don't want to talk about it. It's just that I just don't want to. Not that I don't want to talk about it. It's I don't just want to bring it up. I don't think it's necessary to an ex- to an extent. Obviously, you know, I agree. Um, But I feel like that may just be a coping mechanism more than anything. Um, You know, of course, there's things that I don't remember that I don't want to talk about. But honestly, I feel like I'm I'm not that way. You know, I feel like we both come from two different um, two different places. Um, You know, in my my opinion, I'm very thankful to my exes. You know, I think that. Every experience that I've lived in my life, I'm very thankful for. There were experiences in my life. Um, my exes were experiences in my life. And I'm, I'm very thankful for that. I'm very thankful for what I've lived with um, with them. And, you know, I feel like I grew out of those situations. And I grew through those situations. And that's why I'm very thankful. I think that God places people in your life for a specific reason. And, you know... Even if they did you wrong, you were supposed to learn from that person. 
Absolutely. So, you know, do I hold grudges against people or against my exes? I probably, I mean, but are I you also, friendly? Are you friendly with your exes? I'm not friendly with my exes. Like, do you still talk to them? Like, are they like, you know, still on your phone on your social media? Like, do you have a mutual connection or mutual friendship? Or have you cut all ties with them? It just depends on the ex. So, I mean, there are there are exes that I'm friends with. And I feel like there's, you know, people listening probably are on the same boat with me. You know, I don't feel like you have to cut your ex off completely in a sense. Like, you know, if you guys ended it in a positive term or in a mutual term, um, you know what I mean? If you guys ended in a bad term, absolutely cut ties with them. But, you know, many of my exes I ended up in good terms with. So I don't feel like there's a need to cut them off from my life. That's a, that's an interesting point of view. I think uh, maybe some people will agree and some people won't agree. So I feel I would love to hear people's thought on that is I just personally for me, I think I don't it's not that I don't talk or like or i wouldn't have a friendship with them it's just like there's no need i think you know i I think some people will agree with me that you know an ex is an ex for a reason and you don't want to there's no nothing to entertain there in regards to a friendship but i also think that you know friends on social media is completely different from friends that you see every day because there's people on my social media that I haven't spoken to in years from high school. They're just people on my social media feed that I know. Um, That's because you, you're friends with everybody on social media. Even though, like, no, a, like, I'm a, not. like the random neighbor that would add you and you would probably be friends with them too. And no, um, I'm very selective with anything that I do. As friends, am I. No, I disagree with that a hundred percent. Um, I'm more selective than you are in that aspect. Like I, I, I wouldn't. I don't add people on my social media that I wouldn't have a, a connection with, or or not talk to them, or they're not friends with, or you know anything anything like that. I mean, but a lot of people on my social media are people um, that I've had a connection with. I may that not see had, them more that you that you had hooked up with, or that you you know done things like that. It may be people that I hooked up with, maybe exes, maybe yeah, friends. Yeah, that's not me. I'm I mean, not like you know, I think that, um, I think that it doesn't matter. I think that you know, as long as you're a civil person and as long as you give yourself respect, that's where, um, that's where the issue lies. You know what I mean? Because I could have a whole list of exes on my on my social media page that doesn't mean that i'm going to entertain them or that i'm going to you know message them mm-hmm. i think that it is what it is we can agree to disagree on that i i mean i just feel like we have def- definitely two different perspectives because i feel like if my um if if one of my exes were to hit me up and just for a friendly chat i would definitely you know reply back I'm sure you would, just like anybody else that hits you. Um, heads up on you on Snapchat, you know, because that's that's the hot hot app for him over there. Um, and that's where we that's where we see differently. Um, but there, I mean, there's times, and um, I mean, I I cannot tell you of like that I talked to my any of my exes after we broken up, like. 
the only reason that I probably talked to one or two of them was like, hey, I have this that belongs to you. Do you want it back or do you want me to throw it away? And that was pretty much our, the extent of the conversation of, um, you know, of the, um, the conversation with my ex now, after breakup. I have, a, I have a, another question. Have you or have you not given one of your exes another chance? I have. Okay, so I mean, <laughs> and you know why? Why would um? What are reasons that you would give you know your exes a second chance? You know, a lot of, a lot of us do that. You know what I mean? We break up with our exes. We I go mean, back to that. them. I, I have. I've have. I've done that once. Um, you know where I've been in the position where I've broken up with, it was a mutual breakup and then we got back together and then it was a mutual breakup again because, you know, sometimes things do not work with people. You know what I mean? It's not, um, it's not a lack of love. It's not a lack of um, understanding. It's just that people are definitely too different. And, I, you know, as you, as you grow and, and mature, I mm-hmm. feel like you have to understand that, okay, you know, we're not, we're not compatible as life partners, but, you know, let's break it off here. And, you know, maybe we can still be friends. You know what I mean? I think that's or a grown-up mature thing to do. It is. I think it's, it definitely is very grown-up mature to do. Um, I don't think it's something that – I don't know. I really don't know. I don't – I mean, my last relationship was more than four years ago, you know, probably five years now besides you know this one with you so i don't you know it 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 depends i don't i don't know what i would i don't even know what i would do anymore if i would um go on through that again you know right but um you know i i just think that um what do you think i don't know i'm I'm just kind of speechless in 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 this sense you know what i mean because i feel like this is definitely uh definitely a controversial topic definitely a hot topic um that we're talking about and you know in my position i've never been with a person that has you know um mentally abused me or you know like physically abused me or or just like really caused any trouble or affliction in my life you know what i mean i think that I I know how to choose people because I'm a very mellow person. So I tend to choose people that are really laid back and very chill. And, um, you know, so I never have like physical artications or verbal articulation, uh, you know, argumentations or whatever. Um, but, you know, I also feel like that's a lot of people, you know, just don't know how to choose just don't know how to choose their their partner in my opinion you know what i mean i feel that if you're smart um i think it's, it has to do with that reading people i think sometimes people tell you you know you're going into let's say you know you're going to date with this guy or you're going to date with this girl and they're just feeding into feeding you or gaslighting you into what they want you to believe or or what they're telling you what you want to hear so but i you think know, that, it evolves that goes- into Go ahead. Right. No, go ahead. No, but because I'm just trying to say, you know, I think that just goes back on the person. You know what I mean? Because we've all been in that position. But if you don't know how to tell when someone's gaslighting you, then maybe you're the one with the issue. I mean, it, it could be, you know, it could be. 
because I've, I've had people that gaslight me all the time, but you know, I mean, just like you love to let gaslight me, it's okay. <laughs> Let's let's pay back. Um, no, but I, I, I just really just really quick just want to say, you know, there have been a, studies done to this, like over 2000 studies, for example, found that friendships between exes were most likely to have negative qualities and less likely to have positive ones than than cross sex platonic friendships. So, it is, you know, I feel a lot of what experts say it's it's not going to work. I agree with the experts. It's not going to work. I I agree with the experts, but I also feel that, you know, of course, when you break up with your ex, like the first day, of course, you're not going to be friends with, with the, with your ex the next day. You know what I mean? Because you have to go through a healing process. You know, once that healing process is done, which, you know, the healing process can take months, years, weeks, you know, it can take a long time. But once that healing process is done, I feel that, you know, you can be friends. I'm not sitting here telling you that I have a conversation with my exes, you know, every day because I don't, and I don't even really talk to them at all. I wouldn't be surprised if you did. I, I don't, um, <laughs> but, um, but, um, what, uh, I, I feel like, you know, I, after a breakup, it's not immediately a friendship afterwards. I mean, not a, maybe along the line, maybe four years later, you want to have a conversation. Hey, how are you? I'm doing good. You're good. What, you know, great. But I feel like it's in important to live your own life after a breakup and you know i feel like with this world that we live in everything on social media it's okay to unfollow on unfriend your your ex uh for at least a couple of months and then you can if that is something that you want to do you know have a friendship with them again then at that point after you moved on, you can do that. Well, I think at that point, that's a little awkward. I think that once you delete someone off your Facebook, you know, especially like an ex or a partner that you're with, I mean, I don't go ahead and don't re-add them. I think that's just awkward after that. You know what I mean? I've done that. Uh, I, I don't know. I just think that's kind of awkward. You know what I mean? In my opinion. I mean, I want to be friends with you, but I don't want to look at the shit that you go through. Well, I mean, well, you know, you you don't always have to unfriend someone. You can just unfollow them and their feed won't be on on your feed. Yeah, no, but I want them to know that I unfollow them. So if you want them to know that you unfollowed them, why are you going to friend them back again after because years? Because maybe I, maybe I moved on and I'm a better person now and then I want to add them again. I don't know. In, in my opinion, that's a little weird. That's a little awkward, but... You know, I feel like everyone has has, you know, an opinion and I respect that opinion and I respect, you know, everyone's thought on this. Um, but, you know, to to generalize and to just, you know, kind of sum up this point anyway, I feel like it's OK to be um, friends with your exes after a while. I feel that, you know. I don't think it's going to ever be the same as, you know, like you were whenever you were in a relationship by friends. I also mean like maybe friends on social media, um, not friends that you see each other every like, day. You, I also my, I do want to make that clear. Would you like, let me just clear this up. Would you like, let's say your friend, your ex, Kevin, not, I don't know his name, but just, I'm just going to name him Kevin. Um, would hit you up and be like, hey, I'm coming to Orlando, like, you, let's go out for dinner and cash up, like, and he knows, like, would you, like, would you engage in that? I think it just depends on this, on the facts, you know, I'm very factual. I'm sorry. Listen, I think it just depends on the facts, (laughs) because I feel that if Kevin, you know, 
has a relationship, has been in a relationship for years, I don't feel that it's wrong of me that I'm in a relationship now to go, you know, catch up with with him. You know catch what I mean? There's no need. There's nothing to catch up on. Catch wrong up on life. I mean, no. especially mm-hmm. if you were together with someone okay. for a couple of years. Talk to a therapist. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> that's a hard no for me. I'm sorry. There's n- so if I'm single again, if anybody is listening to me, that's what happened. Um, <laughs> Carlos decided to go meet up with Kevin and now I'm single. Because there's nothing that you need to cast up with Kevin about. Like, you moved on. He moved on. Move it on. Let's go. The only reason why you should have a relationship with your ex, anybody out there, is because you have a kid or there's something bounding you together in that relationship financially or some type of situation that's bounding you, t- you guys together. Other than that, I don't feel like there should be any, you know, I feel a lot of people will agree with me on this. There's no need to have a, a, a relationship with that person again. But you know, and I'm okay, and I'm okay with like a like a pen pal relationship. You know, like if if it's like an online, like you know, because sometimes you know, I I love to talk to people via text, like, and I talk to my friends via text. Do I always want to meet up with them? No, and they know that I'm very, you know, I, I I'm very into my own space. But in regards to like meeting and other things like that, no, I don't. I would say no. But I'm okay with like a a pen pal, you know, type of situation. You know, you brought up a good point earlier about the kids. You know what I mean? Um, Because obviously you and I don't have any kids. So, you know, we see the world very differently than someone that would have a kid. Does having a kid make it any different, though, for, you know, a situation of an ex? Now, let's say, you know, you have a kid with someone. How close should you be to your ex? There would need to be boundaries. You know, because now there's a kid involved. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know, what What are, what are and you, to your point of view, what are exactly those boundaries? You know what I mean? I don't know. What, what do you think? Like, what, what, let's say, like, you know, let's just picture me and you decide to have a kid or adopt or whatever, um, et cetera. And then five years down the line, we, 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 need, we get a divorce. We break up. We whatever. What what is your ideal, or what what do you think our relationship would be then? Well, I think that we would be very mature about it, especially like as like I said, because there's a kid involved. But right, I, I also think that there are definite boundaries, like um, you know, I wouldn't help you at all if you had like any type of um, financial situation or any type of um. Any type of situation at all. I also, mean, who's keeping the kid? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That would be that would be something to talk about. But um, you know, I think that when a kid is involved, I think it's different. Um, but I also feel like being friends with someone is different from you know being involved in their lives. You know what I mean? Or being friends on social media is different than being involved in their lives. Like I, like I said before, and we joke around on it and, and, you know, I know we're talking so about like this after shit. this, I can go, I can go have a conversation with my ex and you'll be okay. No, because like, like what I'm trying to, what, this is what I'm trying to get to. Um, <laughs> you know, like I said, I know we're joking around and talking a lot of shit, but there, there's definitely a difference in a, a boundary to cross. You know what I mean? In my situation, I'm not talking to my exes. There are people on my Facebook that never post their ghosts on my Facebook pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. they're not active. 
they're just people sitting on my Facebook and on my right. social media. So it's not like I'm interacting with them. It's not like I'm liking their posts. It's not nothing. I think, I mean, it, <clears throat> I think it just depends. Like, I think for me, and I'm, and I'm very aware of your social media content and what you post and what you reply to and your conversations are very sane, you know, are not flirtatious in any way. And I think for me, like my set of mind is because when I was in a, in a relationship with my ex, his conversations with other people online were very flirtatious. And I think when you're entertaining that, then I'm thinking, then it's, I think sometimes when you go through a relationship, you think that everybody's going to do the same thing to you. Right. And, and, and that's, a, I mean, that's a me issue, not a you issue. That's something that I need to work through. And I'm not like, I mean, I'm not a, I don't think I'm really bad at it. I just, I mean, you probably have another opinion. You think that I'm just an asshole, but like, I don't know. I don't What do you think about that? Well, before I answer that, I want to go back to, um, to the point that I was trying to make before um, just because I, I just want people to make, to make it clear. And I want to make my point clear that, you know, having a ghost on social media of an ex is different than entertaining someone and helping an ex out or, you know, doing stuff for your ex um, stuff like that when you're actually in a relationship. Right. Um, so, so that I just wanted to make that point clear, but back to your point, you know, I feel that, you can't keep pushing your ex's mistakes on your current partner, which is me, or anyone at, you know, at this point. You can't really keep pushing your ex's mistakes on your current partner. You know what I mean? No, I absolutely agree with that. You're 100% correct on that. That's not, health. That's not healthy in any type of way. Definitely not. So, I don't know. I, I think that, you know, sometimes we carry a lot of issues over um, from past relationships into new relationships. And I think that's why it's healthy and, you know, um, it's good to just let things go and forgive and forget. You know what I mean? I'm no one, like I said before, I'm no one to judge, you know, about anyone's previous relationships. I also, um, you know, I respect your, what you've lived through um, I know you definitely respect what I've lived through in our previous relationships. And I think that we should definitely take that to grow and to make an even better relationship. Because I think that what, what's important whenever you end with the next is that you learn the mistakes that you've made. You know what I mean? And that, you know, you don't bring that and you don't carry that over um, those mistakes over to your new relationship. Right. Because you don't want. And I mean, I think that also goes to you know, the person that you, the next person that you try to date, you don't want to date somebody that's the same, you know, the same or same characteristics or, and different things. And, but it does affect, I, I feel like it does affect your future relationships to an extent and your dating and world and all of that. And it's funny that you said that. Do you usually go for the same, you know, for the same type usually from your ex? Um, I don't think so. No. I mean, you don't think you have, like, a type, a specific type? No, not at all. I think anybody that know the people that I like or the people know the people that I've dated know that the, my type is very, it ranges. Oh, okay. Cause usually, I'm not like you. Yeah. Um, you know, usually I wonder, you know, not 
not me specifically, but I'm just saying, like, I wonder if um people usually date in that specific area. You know what I mean? That specific type. Um, right. So that would be interesting. That would be interesting to find, out. to find out from from listeners. Yeah, if you've had... I mean, do you, listeners, do you usually stay in that specific type? You know what I mean? Do you usually always go out with some type of guy that all look the same? I definitely want to know. Definitely hit us up on social media. Definitely. And hit us up on Instagram at BoyfriendTalk90. All right. Well, I think that kind of wraps it up. On our- I, feel, I, I feel like we do have a lot. This topic can go on and on, and we'll probably do a part two if we, you know, if you guys like it. So I feel like, I mean, this topic could be endless. So yeah, yeah, I think it definitely can be endless. Um, I mean, there's just definitely a lot of in depth with this excess um topic. Um, and definitely more points that we'll we'll hit later on if we do a part two. So stay tuned for that. But for now. I think we're going to end it up and wrap it up. All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye.